Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy. Oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realest sake of out of the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. Welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we've got a really cool show. Um, we always have cool fucking shows, but. Today is extra cool uh, because I promised you guys a about a, six weeks ago that I was going to start having my buddies come in who have done uh, 75 hard and we we're going to kind of just talk about it a little bit. Um, and that's what we're going to do today. I've got a really good buddy of mine, uh, Omar Presswitch here, um, and he has done an incredible job and we're going to I'm going to let him talk about it. Uh and we're going to cover all, all the 75 hard stuff. So if you're interested in 75 hard, if you've done 75 hard, if you're in the process of 75 hard or any of the live hard programs, this is going to be a show you, uh, that you want to pay attention to. And I'm hoping to, um, bring a lot of you guys into St. Louis and talk about this on a regular basis because it truly is changing people's lives. Um, Omar, what's up, bro? What up, Andy? It's great to have you here, man. Thank you so much. The yeah. team is amazing. The facility is unreal. And the energy here is top notch. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, you know, kind of your history and 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 how we came to be buddies. Absolutely. So I love talking about myself. So yeah, this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, to listeners, my name is Omar Presswich, like Andy said, and I reside in Los Angeles, formerly the head of social media for K-Swiss. And that came about through living a lifestyle that you talk about here all the time, which is chasing personal greatness and always trying to level up in your life. And so my background is in design, it's in photography, and it's in the constant pursuit of chasing your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so how did you first hear about like 75 hard and the whole the whole thing? I saw this is last summer i started seeing people finishing 75 hard mm -hmm. and posting pictures so there was one um specific kid casey adams i mm -hmm. think we talked about him briefly but he posted a picture of him completing it that was the first time i'd ever seen like someone talk about uh, 75 hard and i knew who you were so i just kind of started looking into it and that's how i found out about it but the people's faces of 75 hard when they finished it that's what caught my attention. Really? Yeah. What, what about it? Because you could tell immediately who, who finished it um, the right way, who really got it yeah. done, and who didn't. Yeah. And so I'd look at their faces. You could just see it. And then I'd look at the, the captions that they would write. And I knew immediately, once I started seeing that trend, yeah. that I wanted that. I wanted to know what it's like to finish something and be changed. What was it like? What was, what, it's always interesting to me to, because dude, we all have like, so I think everybody can relate to this, right? Like we have these times in life where we have all the momentum, right? And we're like, yeah, I'm hot, dude. Everything's working. I feel good. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm kicking ass and all the things that I'm trying to do. And then we have those times, right, that where it's like, fuck, I can't get anything going. I don't understand what, what the problem is. You know, uh, I just don't have it. And 
I spent an enormous amount of my life sort of being a windsock. You know what I'm saying? Like when the fucking wind was blowing and it was good, I, w- I was doing good. Yeah. And when the wind doesn't blow, you know, uh, nothing happened. And I felt like that was, I always thought like, dude, if I could figure out how to control that momentum, I could really become in control of, of, of my life. And I think, I think that draws a lot of people into the program. You know what I'm saying? Understanding I'm trying to figure out how to master this, this little thing that that we all do every day called life. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, what was it like for you before, before 75 hard? Yeah. Uh, excellent question. I actually, I'm with you on that as far yeah. as what you just said there, the moments where you have momentum, it's great. And then it's almost like you get complacent. Yeah. Um, so the journey was interesting. I, 10 years ago, I was 200 pounds. So I dropped weight, never actually got the results I wanted, but obviously like from 200 to 135, like that's a pretty big change. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, your, 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 your frame, 200 pounds a lot. Yeah. I'm five, five. Yeah. Right. I was fat. Yeah. Facts. (laughs) A lot of people are thinking like, oh, 200 is not bad. Yeah. It all, it's all relative. Yeah. I'm five, five, um, 200 pounds. You can't hide it. Yeah. (laughs) No matter how big your shirt is. Yeah. And so the process was interesting because I was at a point where I did feel like I was super, um, successful in momentum because I was at a cool job living in downtown LA and as far as my health or fitness, I honestly thought that I was a badass or cool or whatever because I could run 100 miles a month. So to me, I'm like, dude, I'm kicking ass, blah, blah, blah. But until I started 75 hard and really looked at myself, I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm nothing. So that was like, I think the biggest thing, it was that day one, I knew I was like, fuck, this is like, this is something completely different. Yeah. And I was excited to, to get after it. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're a guy who gets after things. <laughs> so, I mean, it's no, it's no surprise to me that how, how you've done so well on this program. Um, <clears throat> I mean, tell me a little bit about the process, dude, like what you experienced through it and everything. You read the book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, <clears throat> and I read the book to the listeners I suggest, and I mean, you're, you're the expert, this is your program, but I suggest that you read the book when you're around day 60, 60, 60. Yeah. I, so I had read about the program. I looked at it and I just decided I'm going, you know, I'm going to go after it. Um, and so my journey, I started a day before I decided my start date and I wrote on my calendar um, the end date, October 22nd. I'll never forget it because I wrote in my calendar, finishing 75 hard. And then in my journal, I wrote, if this day comes and I don't finish 75 hard, that means I cheated myself. Mm-hmm. So I never looked back. And the first week was the most intense of my life because number one, drinking a gallon a day, two workouts a day. If you think you're in good shape, try to do that and see what happens. And so I went from day one where I'm like, wow, this is hard. Woke up with a migraine. Doesn't matter. You, you have to do it. And then um, day three, I was completely sore. Like my feet were hurting. My legs were, I was, I woke up with my legs cramping. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And then, uh, so I just, again, got up, went after it. And then on day four, I remember just like being gassed. Yeah. And I, that was the turning point where I'm like, dude, every day something's going to happen 
You just have to keep going. Right. And that was how it started. And it just continued and continued and continued. And um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into yeah. other than I knew that it had to do with discipline. And I knew at this point in my life that I needed um, to change because you can't like stay complacent where you're at if you want to level up all the time. And I've never done anything that really kind of opened that up. So my journey began like that. And I started reading um, books mm -hmm. um, and I, I've never read like a book cover to cover period. Really? Never. And so that was really challenging for me. And I also, because I never read and I, part of my like dream is to be able to communicate and talk and, and stages and stuff like that. I started reading out loud. So that was, thank you for that. By yeah. Way, yeah. Um, to help me out. And, um, everything you talk about in the book, the process, the journey, the mentality, the, the phases literally happened to me just like that. And so that's why I recommend day 60 because the, the, the internal battles, the the monotonous stuff. You're going to recognize it. Dude, yeah. everything. God mode. When I got to God mode, yeah. I was when I read that, I was laughing because I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm in God mode. Yeah. It's fucking amazing, bro. I, I, you know, I think there's arguments to be made for reading the book ahead of time or reading the book later. I, I agree with you, though. So the first time I did 75 hard, people didn't realize this. I was journaling every single day. So, and I had my, uh, I had a group text of a bunch of the people that work here. The first time we went through 75 hard, uh, there was like 50 people here that tried it. And there was only like six that ended up finishing. And so those people, uh, we, we kind of exchanged ideas and, and thoughts and feelings and they all aligned almost the whole time. And so what people don't realize the first time I was doing it, I was, writing the book as we went, you know what I mean? So it was cool to be able to lay out like, this is what we all felt here. This is how we felt here. This is how we felt here. But then, you know, to have people externally outside of our ecosystem say what you just said, that's, that's cool as fuck. You know what I yeah. mean? Cause it's like, okay, people Go are feeling it. Goosebumps. Dude, yeah. Because I was, I was really shocked when I was reading the book and as I was getting into it, um, how spot on it was, you know, a few days here off, yeah, um, yeah. but because every person is a little, a little different, bit different, right. but you hit those exact moments. And, um, there was like three, there was three stages of the process that I remember just being excited for mm -hmm. week one, obviously day one, day seven, day 21, when I knew that the 21 day challenges and the 30 day challenges that people do are bullshit. Yeah. And, um, they're not long enough to change anything. Yeah. Not, and, and, the, and the there's too much compromise. And to the truth anything. is it's like most programs for 30 days include cheat meals, include yeah. days off. They're easy. And so, and I actually blogged about this where I, on day 60 and I was like looking good and feeling amazing. I, I talked about like, let me, Show me your 60-day picture after you finished your 30-day challenge because if you really did it, you should look better by this day. That's right. You and, should look better at day 60 than you did on 30. And um, actually, I had a I had a buddy that like kind of called me out on that. And, yeah. You know, and I was like, no, dude, that's the truth. If you do something like a health challenge, if you're looking like shit or like yeah. day one on day 60, 
you didn't learn. Yeah. Well, dude, and that's that's the major criticism that people give 75 hard, which I think is funny, is they say, well, it's not sustainable. Bullshit, it isn't. We're, we're changing your fucking habits, bro. We're changing your mind. We're changing everything about you. And doing a 21-day challenge or a 30-day challenge or even a fucking 60-day challenge, it's just not long enough. It's not enough. It's just not. And, and when you allow people to bridge the gap of being uncomfortable with comforting activities like cheat meals, shit they're used to, right? All you're doing is reinforcing the habit they had before. And we have to go through with zero compromise to make sure that those habits change and stick. And dude, I can always tell people who, uh, who have actually done it versus people who, you know, are just doing it because it's, it's, you know, something they think that they want to be a part of, um, by what they do after. Right. Like, like, dude, how'd you feel on day 75? Dude, I, I was emotional. Yeah. But to the listeners, the reason why I was emotional, I don't know if you know this, Andy, but the whole process of 75 hard taught me so much about myself and mental discipline and, and mental toughness. And, um, I felt such gratitude and bless, um, to like, I don't know. My mind was just like in a different Bro, it's place. it's a major accomplishment. And so I decided that to give back that I would dedicate the last two days of 75 hard to mental awareness. And so I held a fundraiser for uh, the Latinx community in Los Angeles and for people that can't afford therapy. And I ran the David Goggins uh, for, for, for two, the yeah, last two days. For the last two That's days. That's so That's I, a hard fucking challenge. And dude. my goal was seventy five hundred dollars for yeah. you know ten times what I got or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, back what I got from the program, and um, so when I finished, I remember just I got done. It was like midnight, and by the way, I was still working out. So I'd run, and if I finished my four miles before the forty five minutes, fuck it, I'm doing push ups and sit ups, and you just like have this yeah. energy. And so when I got done. I was like, this is a taste of what my best self is. The person mm -hmm. that I've seen, that I've written about, like, this is the person. Why the fuck would I go back to this other guy? Exactly. And so the next day, if my family wasn't there visiting because they were so ecstatic with what I was doing. So first time in four years that they ever come and visit me, um, they were there. And so I took a couple of days with them, but I actually got off of social media. I just needed a couple of days mm -hmm. to process you know what i had just learned and the biggest lesson that i had was this is the standard mm -hmm. it is sustainable mm -hmm. all the people that say you need cheat days or cheat meals or you can't do it's you just haven't done it no and and not only that it dude i, I kind of think of it like you either fucking get it or you don't you know what i'm saying and this program to me has always been because, dude, for 20 fucking years, you know, I've, I've been working 22 or 23 years now. I don't even know. I've been working on this. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have to be productive consistently. And guess what? I suffer from major depression. I have, you know, problems mentally my whole life. And I'm not ashamed to talk about it because, dude, a lot of people need to hear that you could still build and win with those things. And uh, <clears throat> I actually feel an obligation to talk about it. I just, 
wish people wouldn't victimize themselves so hard about it. Cause like now and I'm getting off a tangent, but now we have this thing where, you know, it's almost like people want praise for how depressed they are. And it's like, bro, that's not what this is about, but it's about overcoming this shit. Exactly. And, um, but that's a whole nother topic we could talk about another day. But <laughs> for me, dude, it was always, I'm trying to create the fucking system. Like there's a lot of books and a lot of, ideas and talks and speeches and people like Goggins, right? Who I love, uh, both online and offline, fucking great dude. Uh, but none of hearing shit doesn't transform you, dude. You have to fucking bleed. You have to sweat. You have to be uncomfortable. And putting this whole thing together was really about me dissecting where I was at my highest production points, right? And how can I fucking stay there as long as possible? Because for what I do for a living, it's important. Fuck, dude. I got a, I've got a fucking hundred other dudes out there that are talented, skilled, you know, hungry that want to fucking eat my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got to stay on the top. Yeah. And, and I got to stay at, I don't mean, because we're not on the top. I mean, the top, my own top, right? I have to stay sharp. And, uh, and dude, that's that was where the 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 program, the will to create the program really came from. And it's something that I put together over time that, you know, basically took I took all the times where I really kicked ass in life and I dissected what the fuck was I doing then? What was I doing? And these things are the things that always led to that. And I, I kind of theorized that for a long time. Like, okay, I think if th this is what I, you know, this is how I think it is. And then, and then, and then when we fucking put it into play, bro, you know, I had the same experience you did. My first 20 days or so, I was so fucking sore. And now I have to go back to the first time I did it. When I'm talking about this, I'm talking about the first time. Now I've done it six times, five or six times complete now in the last two and a half or two years. Um, and I don't have to do that shit, bro. You know, I don't have to be out yesterday in fucking zero degree weather in the fucking snow. Wearing snowboarding Yeah, I don't have goggles. to do that shit, bro. I mean, I made that shit look good. Yeah, you did. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have to do that. Like, I don't have to do that, which is why I fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, all these other soft motherfuckers think they're going to come fucking take my shit. They ain't doing this shit. I'm doing this shit. And so that's, you know, I don't know, bro. Like, the first 20 days for me, were hard. Like I was so fucking sore. Like, were you sore like that? Dude. Yeah. When like, dude, I, I, I was walking around like I was waking up in the middle of the night with cramps, cramps. Yeah, bro. Me dude. too. And, um, I actually, uh, now were you running every day? Every fucking day. Yeah. You were running though. A running. lot of people just walk. Like no. I, I just do a fast walk and I still got that. No, nope. you're talking every about. fucking yeah. day. Uh, to your point, yeah. right? The, the, the one benefit I love about 75 hard in general, like the program is you eliminate every excuse of time Yeah, and you prioritize and you get shit done. And, and what happens? Time. Dude, you realize that you're just wasting your fucking yeah, time. Yeah, dude. You, you actually have no, no direction, no purpose, like no joke. Like if you really do the program, you'll, you'll realize like, what the fuck was I doing all this other yeah, time? Because you end up still doing all the bullshit and then all your shit too, dude. That, and that's the funniest thing. Cause like a people will say, Oh, I do it, but I don't have time. Motherfucker. Bullshit. You got time. If you got time, you're the fucking head of social media. K Swiss. I got fucking time. <laughs> like we got real jobs, bro. Like, and these jobs are demanding 
much more so than, and I don't mean this to condescend people. It's just the truth. Like I have not gone anywhere, but my house and HQ other than two times since March, 2020 or 2020, you know, like that, this is what it takes, you know? And, uh, it's crazy because, you know, what I realized that too, bro. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'll I tell been, you a story. I've been fucking off a lot. <laughs> um, during the process of it, there was a, a girl that I was kind of seeing on and off. And she, when she would come over, I'd be like, hey, I got to work out. Yeah. So you can chill. But I'm working out. And I did it so many times. Yeah. And um, when I would finish the workout, she's like, wow, that was 45 minutes. And I was like, yep. Yeah. And like that just proves your quit. point. Yeah. It's not an hour, dude. No. It's 45 minutes. No. It's, Get it done. Bro, it, it, look, man. I think, you know... <clears throat> With society, now we're going to get off on a different discussion, sort of. But it's okay because it's relevant. You know, with with the indoctrination of society that's going on to basically just take, like, it's no longer, like, dude, when I was growing up, and and uh, we're not that far off from, the, how old did you say? You I'm were? 35. Yeah, we're not that far off. So, but when I was growing up, bro, the, the, the shit that, they, that I was told was, look, you could be an astronaut, you could be a firefighter, you could be a policeman. You could be a doctor, you could be a lawyer, doesn't matter what it is you want to be. If you're willing to work, you could become that. I was taught that like that's and, and dude, not just by my parents, by school, like school taught me that. And nowadays they, they don't teach that shit no more. They say, well, you're this person. So, you know, the system's against you. So you can't do this or, you know, that isn't really a, that's not a quality use of your time. So, uh, you know, you should, that you should want to be a regular person. Like, it's like they're trying to remove the ambition and the belief that we can actually become what we truly desire to become. And, <clears throat> you know, the cool thing about 75 hard for me, dude, is it, it, it reinforces that a hundred percent. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what sex you are. I don't care who you like to have sex with. I don't give a fuck. If you do this program and you do it the right way, you will come out a different human because you're now in control of things that you thought were up to circumstance. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like, dude, that's how powerful is that? Like, dude, because think about it. Like right now, like if you're, let's just say you end up in one of those down, down times again, right? That we all go through. Yep. Okay. All of us in different ways. Now you know exactly what needs to be done to get the fuck out of it in like four days. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, that to me, that is the ultimate power, dude. Because when you're a human and you're a high achieving, uh, ambitious human, um, we want we want to have control of our environment as much as possible. Because if we can control the environment, then we can control the outcome as much as possible. And so... I just think here's my biggest thing from, you know, watching and going through this myself. I just, I just, I, dude, I truly feel like it's going to be the greatest thing I ever fucking created is this program. Like bigger yeah. than this company, bigger than fucking any company I'm involved in because dude, it truly realigns people. And what people don't understand, you know, they see it as a lot of, you know, I've had a lot of like bad press on it because they say it's too extreme. It's to this, it's to, motherfucker, it's scalable. All we're asking you to do 
is to not put a bunch of shit in your fucking mouth and move a little and read some motherfucking books. Basically, basically it's like, if you want to see or feel what the elite version of yourself is, do it. Dude, that's it. And do it for you. This is what I tell all my friends, even my mom, she's doing it right now. And I like, I I coached her. I was like, mom, like, please like do this for you and get something meant. Cause my mom also like you, um, suffers from depression. Yeah. And I, and I told her, I was like, just do this for you Yeah. and you'll get what you want out of it. And the people and the bad press and all that, even my immediate friends that told me I was crazy and I need a break. And they were telling me I was getting too extreme because yeah, when you start kicking ass, you you want like, yeah, you're going to flex on people. Like I got to the point where my 5am, I couldn't wait for 5am to wake up start running, take the photo of my watch of start at 5 a.m. And then at 6 a.m., before 6 a.m., I'd be done with my first run. And that was like, because I knew bro, that's that a competitive speaks. edge. That speaks, bro. It just speaks. Like, actions speak. Bullshit doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And the, the reason people think that shit's extreme is because they're not willing to fucking do it. I guarantee you, dude, you take pride in that. I fuck yeah. I do. <laughs> fuck yeah. Dude, I do too. I, I was just with some homies this weekend, and one of them was, uh, he... He was joking because we went out to eat and I'm like, water, strict, like food. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you need to like, you need to slow down because every time I check on my phone or my watch, you just completed a workout. And I'm like, hell yeah. That's yeah. how you know I'm getting after it. No shit, bro. I love it, dude. I think, um, I think the world needs something like this, right? Like, I think, you know, when these people say, Oh, it's so extreme. It's this and that and this and this. Look who the motherfuckers are that are saying it. Okay? Like, let's let's be real. I had this chick write this fucking piece on in one of the big magazines, uh, dogging the shit out of it, saying it was fucking bullshit. And I go to her fucking Instagram page. The first fucking photo I see is her stuffing a motherfucking corn dog in her face with a beer. It's like, okay, that's cool. But that means it's not for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, not everybody out there is trying to become mentally fucking focused and sharp and elite. And it will change you, dude. It will change you. It will change how you see the world. It will change a lot of things. It will change how you see other people. I mean, it will change. I mean, dude. I'll put it this way. You're going to recognize people's weak (laughs) shit. Like, that's something that, it for me, like, that became something that was almost like a problem. Like, I'm almost like, what? Like you're that, you're, you're that fucking weak, bro. Like for real, you know what I'm saying? But I never thought that way really before I went through this shit. You know what I'm saying? And now I've gone through it five, six, seven times or whatever it is. And it's like, it's, it's like, it's what it's I do. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah like, it's, it's just a, how I live. Um, so two points, number one, and you've talked about this. So to the listeners, please just check this podcast yeah. out from Andy, but you talk about success zombies yeah. and you also talk about it in the book. And I fucking love that. And the reason is because all of us, every person wants better, something better yeah. in your life. You know you can do more. And you'll go out there and you'll try to read it and read it and listen, but you won't act on it. Yeah. This program, like you said, is the best thing because what you're doing is changing people's lives, but you're changing people's lives by letting them change it themselves. Mm-hmm. And all the people that want more, before you go out and become a success zombie, hopefully you don't become that person, Figure out. Well, tell them what a success zombie is. A success zombie is 
following and listening to, let's just say, entrepreneurs or successful people that sell you some fucking quote unquote secret and that pump you up. But you like the pump up feeling, but you won't get after it and do it because it's fucking hard. So you jazz yourself up listening to it and you're like, damn, that's like whatever it is. right? right. But you won't go do it. Right. That's a success zombie. Yeah. Listen to it. Get after it. Yep. That's it. Dude, it's a huge thing. There's so much free information out there that's great. It's from so many fucking... Now, look, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there lying about who the fuck they are and what they built. So I say this with that caveat. Do your homework on who you listen to and who who you pay attention to. Make sure they're fucking actually living this shit or built something. Because I... I've never seen a time in history where there's more fake, fucking fake shit yep. and then there is now. So that's just my little caveat to this. But with that being said, there's some fucking big time fish out there that have done some incredible shit that are telling you guys the inner fucking secrets of the mind and the soul that they possess. And you just like listening to it. Like, bro, <laughs> like you, you have to understand it wasn't always that way. Like when I was coming up in business, I couldn't listen to Tony Robbins talk unless I bought his CD and, and dude, but, but he was the only guy, right? Like <clears throat> you didn't have guys like, uh, who have built real shit or with real life experience. Like you didn't have Jocko's out there. You didn't have fucking Goggins. You didn't have Gary V's. You didn't have real dude. You didn't have Ed Milet's, right. Who have built real shit teaching people for free. And so now it's like so hard for me to sit there and, pacify people's reasoning for why the fuck they aren't doing it. Cause it's like, bro, you guys don't realize how fucking spoiled you are with the information that's available for literal free for free. Yeah. And from guys that are really getting after it because there's a difference between, and this is why like I listen to you and guys like Gary, um, is specifically because of the, the discipline aspect of it. But it's not like your career is, I'm a motivational speaker and I'm doing this. It's like, I have a business and my business is successful because I've done these things and I just so happened to build a personal brand and and now I can talk about it because I'm about it. I don't listen to uh, entrepreneurs or any, like, I'm not even going to name any names. No, yeah, we don't have to. I I listen for reals and I only listen to three people. It's you, Gary, and Joe, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Rogan's awesome. And it's because yeah. like, and he's dude, done real shit, yeah. a lot of real shit. And you know, he's funny, but he's, he gets after it. And, and if, if anything, he's just like, he's a funny dude. He's a comedian who just happens to be like a bro. Right. But a lot of the other people, when you listen to them and then they're like, all right, now buy my shit. Like, fuck out of here, yeah, bro. bro. It's, it's tired. It's tired. I, I love Rogan too, man. Like he's a cool fucking dude. He knows a lot about a lot of shit. But what I really appreciate is that he's a, such a good interviewer. He's so good. Like, I aspire to be a good interviewer. Smoke that weed with him. and <laughs> Bro, like, I'm a terrible interviewer. You guys all know, listen to the show, I'm fucking terrible. Like, I fucking interrupt people. I go off on tangents. I can't help it, though. Dude, dude. that's I, what makes you you. Yeah, I interrupt, but I I'm interrupting you. <laughs> no, it's cool. Well, dude, that's how we communicate around here. Like, it's just, you know, we grew up in an Italian family where it's like, to get fucking heard, you got to fucking talk loud, you know? And so... But I'm working on it. You guys, you motherfuckers that leave me reviews, talking shit about my, I know, I, I know. All right. I'm working on it. But uh, the one thing about Rogan is like, I just appreciate how good of a conversationalist he really is. Like he's, he's good. And that, 
I don't like saying people are good, <laughs> but he's fucking good. Uh, there's a reason he is where he is in the, in the podcast game. I also want to talk about your podcast though, because for reals, I can't stress this enough. And, and I try to get my friends to listen to it because to listen, especially like the males out there to a, a podcast that just says, wait the fuck up yeah. and be a man. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. And I think that too many, for reals, too many men are becoming weak-minded. Yeah. And and by weak-minded, I mean that they're becoming pushovers. Yeah. Well, they're constantly under attack, dude. I mean, it's fucking constant barrage of attack from mainstream media and all these social justice movements on fucking men, you know? And now you you hear the women, they're like, where the fuck are the men? Well, fuck, guys. The fuck do you want? Do you want us to fucking shut the fuck up and like be quiet little plebs over here? Or do you want us to be fucking men? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like society is at a crossroads where they're like, oh, this really isn't going the way that we thought it was. And now they're like, I think we kind of need these dudes. Yeah. Like, so, you know. But it, but to the women before yeah. they get all like, oh my God. Yeah. Bleh. Like, look, oh, yeah. we're, we're about we all women need each other. empowerment. Yes. We're about like women getting after it. And if you're yeah. like the, a badass boss, babe, fuck yeah. I love that too. But at the end of the yeah. day, a woman will want their man to be an alpha regardless, even if she's the breadwinner. That, that's a fact, bro. And so like, that's, 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 that's millions and millions and millions of years of fucking DNA plugged into our fucking souls. But too many men, in my opinion, right? Like, no, I there's think that you're disconnect. spot on. So, Keep going. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, dude, don't be afraid to be a fucking man. Yeah. And own up to your shit. And here's yeah. an example. Uh, again, I was obviously with my friends. We were outside eating food. <laughs> and I'm going to probably get shit for this, but we're outside and sit down. No one's wearing a mask, right? Mm -hmm. And the food truck is like over there. And people are getting up and wearing. A mat, and I'm like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. It doesn't make sense. So I didn't. Yeah. And I just walked up and I told the guy, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit because I'm outside and now I'm sitting like, no, I'm not doing it. And yeah. one of my friends was like, oh, you've been, you've been around Utah too long or you're <laughs> doing this. And I'm like, no, bro. It's like, you're telling me that it's okay for you to sit, sit down outside, take off your mask and eat. And then you get up and you wear like, no. Yeah. Like, that's the mindset right. of how we're so different now because, and it, it's a mindset that he's just used to being told what to do mm -hmm. and he won't think another way. Mm -hmm. And I thankfully for this program and everything, you just learn to take full control of your mind and obviously respectfully and everything like that. But being able to control and stand up for your beliefs mm -hmm. is a major thing that I really think we're losing Oh, for sure, bro. And and a lot of guys will email in when, we, when this topic comes up and they're like, well, how do you be more manly? You wear camo and go kill it. No, I don't fucking kill shit. I'm not a fucking, I don't hunt. That's not, it has nothing to do with it. If you really want to practice being a man, like for real, like just do what the fuck you say you're going to do and practice saying no when you mean no. That, those two things right there will make you a fucking man. Like, no. <laughs> The hardest, I used to write it on my hand. Yeah. No. Like, and, and then you don't have to like follow it up with anything. Like, no is good no, enough answer. Yeah. yeah. The, it's so interesting you say that because you don't need an explanation. No, you don't. And dude, the thing is, is, is that, you know, people 
but I, I can understand why men feel the way they do, bro, because like it, it's hard to fucking be like that in the current temperature of society, you know? And it's scary. It's like, well, fuck, if I fucking say the wrong thing now, I might get fired from my job because these fucking people might go get me fired. Like, dude, I agree with that. Like this, like it is what the fuck it is, bro. If you're good yeah. at what you do, and I'm this, I've been like this, yeah. right? Like if you're good at what you do and you're respected, yeah, you're not going to get fired. No. You're going to probably get praises. Yeah. That's the truth, dude. And like, uh, it's funny because I'll have people email in here and fucking complain. They, mother- motherfuckers, if, if you don't like what I had to say, you don't have to listen to the show, number one. Number two, understand that when you email into customer service, they don't have the authority to fire me. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Dear customer service. Y- yeah. Like, I would shop with you, but your CEO, okay. Well, what's your customer history? Oh, you never shopped with us before. I mean, dude, it's just like you don't need you don't need those customers. You don't need those people. No, bro. Look, man, we're an American company. We stand for American values. Everybody knows that. And it is what it is. I love I love that about you guys. And, you know, St. Louis has such rich history. And I the more I get to know about you, you love America. You love what, you know, America stands for, what how it was built, the mindset, the people. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's well, the political, the political climate right now is to say, well, he, lo- yeah, he loves America because it's all based on whiteness and blah, 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 blah. No motherfucker. I love it for you too. I don't give a fuck what color you are, where the fuck you come from. That's what makes America, America. America is fucking not just white people. It is fucking brown people. It's black people. It's fucking yellow people. It's red people. And it's everything in between. It's not a fucking race. America is not a race. You have the ability to do what you want and what you've built here is amazing. And um, and I say that because I'm Mexican, Yeah. right? My mom uh, came here illegally. And so in my mind, I'm like, she went through something really, really difficult to yeah. give me this opportunity. Yeah. And if I don't take advantage of it, that's a waste of my mom's, like, but what I, she went through. Bro, I feel like, I, I mean, dude, I feel like the only people that appreciate are people that have went through that. Like, I feel like the people who were born here, like, dude, you're like that. Like, Madad is like that, you know? He doesn't, they don't come from the United States. They had to work to come here. And, like, I feel like the people who have worked to come here, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because, like, they have a perspective. But fuck, man, you motherfuckers that were born here, you don't know how fucking lucky you are. Like, you really don't. And it shows how uncultured people are and how ignorant people are, even the educated people, which I almost feel like they're more ignorant because they think, well, I'm educated, so I fucking know everything. Well, the minute you stop fucking learning shit, bro, you become a dumbass, just so you know. It doesn't matter what you did in fucking college at your Yale or wherever the fuck you went. Like, I don't give a fuck. But the point is, is that we have this situation going on right now where the only people that truly appreciate what this country can offer are people that have come from another place and realize how shitty that was. And that's sad, dude. And I, that's, that's why I get so passionate about getting people to realize what the fuck is going on and why it's so important to stand up to tyrannical behavior that doesn't make sense to you. Because if we don't, then we'll end up like all those shitty places that everybody fucking comes here to get away from. You know, and it's funny because the people rallying for that sort of government, right? Socialism, communism, shit. Where the fuck are they from? And what what race are they? 
It's fucking people who were born in America and who are fucking white and come from a wealthy fucking family. That's usually the truth. It's the, it's highly educated, woke, white liberal class that doesn't understand how fucking great it is here. Yeah. You know, and, and like, dude, go spend a fucking year somewhere else and see what it's like. You'll, you'll come back and you'll be flying that fucking American flag well, real dude, high. That's why, like, you know, going, why did I do the, uh, why I also started the the fundraiser yeah. was because living in Los Angeles and the reason why I felt so, so much gratitude is because though I am Hispanic, my dad's white. So I know what white privilege is. Yeah. I, um, I really know what that's like. And, um, to be in downtown LA and live in my own little studio, whatever, that's cool. Right across the hall from me is a family of five living in the same place next yeah. door to them. Same thing. And, yeah. and to me, like that was so eye opening because I'm complaining. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't have enough room. Yet that family is, you know, and they're fine. Yeah. So having that awareness is so important because you have to really, you have to be grateful for what you have. Yeah. And um, not fuck, dude. Like people are doing what they can to just be here and survive. Yeah. And you're over here talking shit and not. Yeah taking advantage and burning of, the fucking flag dude and I, burning the, yeah dude, yeah it's fucking it's, crazy it's bro dumb. i i it trust me we're on the same team Preaching it's funny <laughs> we never talked about it before either so it's pretty no. cool to talk about but um dude what would you say bring it back to 75 yeah, hard yeah. what would you say to someone so i feel like most people who are unfit okay they do two things when they start this program, they try to scale it to them. Okay. It's already scalable guys. Like it, you don't have to make it your own. Like this is something that all of you try to do. Not all of you, but a big portion of you try to do. And they try to do something like, you know, I'm doing a, my version of 75 heart motherfucker. There ain't your version of 75 heart. There's one fucking version of 75 heart. And if you compromise that version, it doesn't work at all. That's the thing people don't understand. If you make concessions. When that 75 day comes, you're not going to be proud of yourself. You're going to say, oh, I don't understand what everybody's talking about. I don't understand. So the, the, the uncomfortableness and the deprivation is what causes the result at the end. You know, it'd be like saying, hey, I'm going to run an Ironman, but I'm going to ride a, a fucking motorcycle during the bike part. <laughs> and then saying, oh, I did an Ironman. Yep. Like, bro, you're not going to be accepted into that group right? Like this is a fraternity almost that people who, and the people in the fraternity know who yes, the fuck did it yes, and who didn't do yes, it. Yes. Facts. Yeah. And to my friends that have finished it and that are doing it, I know who did it right. Yeah. And because I went all in. I did too, dude. I went, dude. I did it. Dude, I didn't have a motherfucking chocolate chip, dude. Like it is fucking, it was everything I had. Dude. And yeah. It's easy. It's easily. I got, so starting day one, right? Again, I thought I was in decent shape because I'm running every day. I used to be 200 pounds. I'm yeah. weighing 150, whatever it is. If when I you've seen my transformation picture, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I got down to 115. I probably got lower, but I didn't weigh myself. But that was because yeah, I'm like, when you don't compromise, yeah, you realize what your body can do, and what your mind is capable of. Yeah, and it becomes so addicting and it easier when you do it right and when you compromise or you do it your own way, you probably won't even make it. No. At that point, you're, it's, well, you're, you're doing just it for doing the, the things, things that you're doing exact. You're, you're unaware is what it comes down to. Because when you start to compromise that shit, what you're doing is basically 
the exact same thing that you've done in every other thing of your life, which has led you to this point where you think you need this thing. See what I'm saying? So like all it is, is your old habit creeping in that says, ah, <laughs> listen, you could take it easy, bro. You earned it. Tomorrow we'll go hard again. And, you know, and you do that in a bunch of different ways. What would you say to someone who is, let's say, day 15? Because I feel like the first 15 or 16 days to someone, and dude, when I did it the first time, people, you got to remember, a lot of you guys know this, but a lot of people don't. I was 350 pounds in 2016. So I had already lost, I didn't start 75 hard until 2019. So I had already lost over a hundred pounds and had gotten myself in pretty good shape. Like I was already in pretty decent shape comparatively, right? Now I've gotten on a different level since I started this stuff, but um, bro, I was so fucked. The first four, I, I got like 14 days in and I'm like, there's no <laughs> fucking way. There's no way because I was so sore. My feet were blistered. Uh, you know, it was just brutal. And it was cold out that time of year. And I was like, fuck, there's no, I don't. And so, dude, the only thing that made me stick through was that I had fucking told everybody I was doing it. And I'm like, fuck, you got to do it, bro. Otherwise you're a fucking fraud. Right. Yeah. And like, that's what pushed me through. But like, what, what would you say to someone who's 15 days in? And then I'll, I'll say what I think I, I would think, say to them. 15 days in and they're thinking about. They're thinking about like, dude, uh, I'm so fucking sore. I can't do, there's no way I can do this for 75 days. It's going to fucking break me. Like, what would you say to that person? I would say two things. Number one, I would ask them to think about day zero. Like, why did you start this? Like, what was that feeling? Why did you even want to, you know, do this? Because you knew it was going to be hard. And so on day 15, I would remind them of that. And then I would just, I would just tell them like, hey, tomorrow, it's actually going to be easier. Because it, it does get easier. It gets easier because you already made it. If you're yeah. sore, yeah. you already made it, dude. Yeah. And so there's no difference from yesterday to today. You just got to get it done one more day. Yeah. And don't think about, what, if you already made the choice, you're already 15 days in, dude, you're already going. Don't yeah. stop. Yeah. Even if you're sore. If you're sore, push through it. It's 100%. Uh, a discipline thing and it's for you and push yourself to be your best because if you don't push yourself to be your best especially on day 15 that's the problem yeah and that's so that's exactly what i would tell that and i and i have told that to my friends and they're like oh this and that and then i'm like dude don't stop yeah because to unlock personal greatness you have to be willing to push yourself to the limit and, and then, then go even it. four that's right you know, like why did i do my last two days so intense because i knew the level I was at and there's only one way to finish. Yeah. And to, you know, the, the people that finished 75 hard, I saw way too many people like, I can't wait to finish and have a cake or whatever it is. And I was like, yo, you don't get it. I'm going yeah. harder. Yeah. I think those people that do that, I don't think they did the program right. I'd be real. Like, I just don't. Like when I see people saying, I can't wait to day 75, I'm going to have fucking 10 beers and, and a fucking pizza bro. That means you never got away from your old shit. And, and to me, I'm smarter. I'm smart enough to know that if that's what you're looking forward to, you haven't pushed yourself through the program. I uh, actually got a phone call from yeah. um, when I finished 
um, my Barney, the president of K-Swiss, and he was telling me to stop because I was like, dude, I can keep going. It was midnight. Yeah. And I was like, I can keep going. I just finished running and I wanted to. And um, we had a long conversation. So I decided like, hey, you know what? Maybe like just uh, it got to the I was so into it and the intensity that I I got to the point where I I was almost doing it for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. which was I'm going to do it to get the likes or I'm going to do it for something yeah. else. But everyone that was asking me, like, what are you going to do after a 75 hard? The same thing. Yeah. Like, why? It's, no, you already said it, bro. Why the fuck would you go back to that? Yeah. Why would you, if you are getting what you should be getting out of this, why would you ever want to go back to that? You wouldn't. And when you do it right, yeah, like the Live yeah. Hard program, it makes so much sense. Yeah. My friends are like, oh, you're doing it again? They don't get it. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah kind of like, I don't need to explain it's myself. It's a year long program, bro. Which is the yeah. best. Yeah. But they, but, you know, even all the bad press I've gotten on it, they, they, they never mention that. They never mention it's a year-long program. They don't even fucking call me to ask me anything about it. It's fucking great, though, too, because when they do post the story and they talk a little shit, they get blown the fuck up because so many people have done it and been successful with it. People are like, no. Nah. People want to change their lives. Yeah. And they are always looking. People are wanting to pay to change their lives. Mm-hmm. Would you rather pay to change your life or would you rather do it yourself for free and discover the magic that's within you? Well, the reason they want to pay, bro, is because they think that's going to take away the pain. That's why the program's fucking free. Because I'm not fucking... Look, dude. You, you, Look, people that have the means, they do this all the time. They try to pay their way around or feeling the pain. It's true. Bro, there's no way to pay your way around feeling the fucking pain, bro. You're going to either feel the pain or you're going to feel the pain. And so it decides, like, which one do you want to feel? There was days where I had a migraine on my second workout, yeah. drinking water and throwing up and yeah. still getting it done. Bro, Emily suffers from migraines real bad, too. And she 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 did that because she did it with me the first time. I mean, it was it, that's brutal shit. But yeah. you realize, I mean, I can't stress this enough, and it's probably just a life philosophy, but every person has personal greatness within themselves. Mm-hmm. Not only do you have personal greatness within yourself, but when you're going after personal greatness, whatever that is to you, you're actually inspiring someone else that's looking up to you. And the further along you get in your own journey, you're inspiring that other person to take action. I think too many people don't realize that about themselves. They're too busy looking at all these other big people, which is honestly one thing I love about you and Gary is that you make me feel that I can do it because you're like, you're a regular dude, obviously incredibly successful, but that kind of tangible feeling is inspiring. And when you do it for yourself, someone else around you is going to be inspired. And that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for that too, bro. That's, I mean, that's why I do my Instagram the way I do it now. Like, I just want to show people like, Hey, this is like, you know, people, people like, bro, show some different shit. No, I'm showing you what I do to get where I'm at. Like, that's the purpose. So like, if you're looking at me for entertainment, you're not going to be entertained. But if you're looking at me to learn how to fucking win, you're going to see it every fucking day. And that's, I take pride in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Like the yeah. workout post. And in fact, I love it so much that I couldn't wait when we were working. I'm like, fuck yeah, I got to take that picture yeah. you know, of the gym because I do, you said it, I take pride in those, in the waking up early and getting the run done and showing that I did it because there's no other way. I mean, you just do, you show it. Yeah, I did the work. Here it is. Yep, yep, bro. Um, 
closing thoughts. I mean, what would you say? <laughs> like, what would you tell? Like, cause there's people, dude, there's, we get a lot of listeners. So yeah. there's a lot of people who listen to this show that have, they're, they're in that position of like, man, they talk about this shit a lot. Yeah. Like maybe I should try it or I should do it. Or like, there's a lot of that. What would you say to those people? My closing thoughts are write down, take the time for reals, write down what the elite version of yourself looks like. What does that person do? What does he sound like? Um, what does he feel? How does he look? And then start 75 hard. Because I promise you, if you do it right with that, like with knowing that's my best self and you do it day after day after day, you'll become that person. No doubt. And I think there's, I really believe that there's magic in, in finding and tasting that. Now I, if I wouldn't have done it, I wouldn't be speaking with you right now. That's just a fact. So to anyone listening, the farm kid from Utah, college dropout, no degree, has done incredible things because I, I'm willing to like figure out what my best self is and get after it. So that's my final thought is believe in yourself and do it. Don't worry about what other people think. Do it for you. In fact, do it and don't tell anybody. Yeah, just that's do even it. better. Yeah, look, guys, I first of all, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. We, we didn't even know we were going to do this show. You were just Omar was just coming out to hang because we were just going to fucking work out, catch because he, you know, dude, I appreciate how diligent you've been through this and. You know, uh, we just become friends. So I manifested this, by yeah. the way. I wanted this. Yeah. Well, I that's kept cool. saying it. That's cool, bro. Because, like, Emily, when I said Emily, I said, hey, um, book Omar to come out. And she's like, what are you guys going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to come out and hang out. So that's fucking cool. By the way, I paid my way here. And I think that's the important thing for people to know is, like, you have to pay your dues. Yeah. And I you know I'm very thankful for you, Andy, and, and for the team here. It's like what you're giving people, there's nothing better. Yeah. And you said it, this will be your legacy because changing a human life, nothing better. Bro, look, here's the truth. It's not, it, the, 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 there's already been enough reward for me in this because there's been enough humans that are completely fucking different. So like now it's just this cool thing that I feel like, like I'm a part of, you know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, that's the creator. Yeah, sort of, but like, or yeah, definitely, literally, <laughs> but I, that's not how I look at things. And these guys know, like, I don't walk around the fucking office, like I'm the boss and I own this place. I'm a part of this place. And that's how I feel about 75 hard. And that's one of the coolest things that I think about 75 hard that's happened is the culture and the community behind it, um, where you have all these people who don't know anything about each other who are like, yeah, I get it. You know, that's, that's pretty cool. But Guys, if, if this is you, like if you're listening to this right now, you have to understand life is always going to be difficult. It's always going to be hard. There's always, even when things are good, there's still hard things. And so we have to condition ourselves mentally to get to a point where we can accomplish things regardless of what's going on in our life. All right. And that's part of the reason why you have to do outside workouts when it's fucking one degrees outside. Like I don't know any other way to prepare yourself for shit. That's just going to suck than to do shit that sucks. You know what I mean? And you guys who are listening to this and you're thinking like it's some TikTok trend or an internet trend or this or that. It's not that dude. This is a mental reprogramming of your entire life. It is literally like the book says, 
a guide to winning the war with yourself. Because if you're like me, bro, like I, I had shit figured out like half the time, right? Like half the time I'm doing it, half the time I wasn't doing it. Now I can operate and I know exactly what to do when things get off track right? I know how to bring myself back online. I know how to control my confidence is low. I know what I need to do to get my confidence back up. Because dude, you guys all think like, oh, everybody's got, you know, you probably think, oh, Andy's got confidence all the time. That's not true. I'm just like a regular dude. Like there's some days I'm like, fuck, I don't even want to walk through the office (laughs) because I'm so self-conscious. Like we have to know what we do to get that realigned as opposed to waiting for the circumstances of life to bring the momentum to us. And once you understand and have that control and you're aware of that control, I want you guys to really imagine what your life will be like. Like what if you could turn the the switch and all of a sudden you go from somebody who's not been executing to someone who executes perfectly. What if you could flip the switch from someone who feels you know, a little self-conscious or a lot self-conscious or a little depressed or a lot depressed and you could go turn a dial in your life that fucking fixes it. That's what this program will do for you if you pay your dues, like Omar said. You have to put into the program and what you put in, you will get out tenfold, all right? But guys, I hope you enjoy that show. You know, just, I'm gonna try to bring this into uh, the rotation of our shows where I just have people who I've connected with come on the show and talk 75 hard. Uh, anything else you want to say to everybody? That's it. Get after it. Change your life. And just go do fucking some good. good. Get, yeah, yeah, do some good. Yeah, I love it, bro. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your experience. Uh, and thank you guys so much for all the support, all the love, uh, and and all the, the good things that you do for the show. As you guys know, we don't promote the show. I don't run ads on the show. Um, so if you like the show, if you enjoyed it, we appreciate that you give us a little share, give us a little love. Uh, and help us grow this this audience. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you next time.